The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. So does John Morant, like, have a gun on him, like, every time he walks out of the door? Because like, that's kind of how it feels, doesn't it? Like, it's, uh, it's like that, that Snoop Dogg song where he's like, put oil of LA on my skin because my skin gets pale and like I put my doggy underwear on and then I put my jaw gun on inside of my sock. Like where, what is happening with John Morant? Like the reason I ask this is because every time you hear about John Morant, every time he's doing something outside of a basketball court, there's a gun. Every time. The latest is Saturday on Instagram. I don't know, cute little Mother's Day Eve uh, stroll around the block listening to NBA Youngboy, and one of Jaw's friends was I on IG Live with like 135 people on it. Why? Who knows? Dumb. And so he's like doing something. I don't know. He pans over to Jaw, and Jaw just, just, I don't know, like does something twisty with the gun. The friend's like, oh, shit. Uh, fuck. Jaw. IG Live. Gun. Bad. Drops the phone. And somebody um, that was watching one of those 135 people screenshotted that one half of a second, literally a half of a second, they showed Jaw with the gun in his hand near his head doing whatever he was doing. And now you're dead. You're done. It's a wrap for you. He was on IG Live with the gun for less than a half a second. Screenshots, internets, spread like wildfire, and now we got it on every single ESPN, Fox Sports, TMZ, everywhere. So where are we at? Now, according to Woj, Jaws expected to face a lengthy suspension. Uh, not because of there's been some legal breach like it was in Shotgun Willies, but uh, because it was conduct detrimental to the league, meaning, hey, Jaw, you're fucking with our money. And, and I think one of the most astounding things about this offseason that we're still talking about Jaw around guns. Like, remember, he admitted to making some terrible mistake Remember, he said he went to counseling for two weeks to get better and, like, 
learn better coping methods, and he promised us he would never be in this situation again. And Adam Silver believed him like a schmuck and gave him this soft penalty, two-game suspension plus the six he had imposed on himself with that time in therapy. And Jaw said this in his interview with Jalen Rose. been there. You are holding a gun. And we both know how dangerous that can be. Whose gun were you holding? Well, the gun wasn't mine. Um, you know, I, it's not who I am. I don't condone and, you know, any type of violence. Um, but I take you know, full responsibility you know, for my actions. Um, made a you know, bad mistake. Um, and I can see uh, the image you know, that I, I painted you know, over myself you know, with my recent mistakes. But you know, in the future, um, I'm going to show everybody who John really is, you know, what I'm about, and, um, you know, change this narrative. And uh, narrator says he did not uh, change the narrative at all. I know how dangerous that can be. I don't condone violence. That, that gun wasn't mine. Like, and that was a lie. Either Jaw has a gun on him at all times and plays with it like it's a toy, or he has friends that just allow him to play with their guns whether they're loaded or not loaded, and play with their guns like toys. Either way, uh, dumb, very, very dumb, extremely dumb. Can we be honest about this for a second? The dumbest thing about this is that there's a lot of smoke already around Jaw at this very moment. At this very moment that we sit, he is being sued by someone, a kid, a minor, that he beat up because the kid threw a basketball at him. That's happening right now. Right now, the NBA is investigating Jaw, and they have been investigating Jaw for over a year for multiple incidents surrounding a gun. Multiple incidents surrounding a gun. His lawyers know this. His advisors know this. John Morant knows this. Okay. He got a light suspension just two months ago. The NBA, the all-NBA list came out, I don't know, what was it, three days ago? John Morant was left off the list because of this incident with a gun at Shotgun Willie's, and he ends up losing out on $40 million. And, okay, so there's heat on you, Jaw. Three days later, what do you do? You're hanging out, flashing guns with dudes who call themselves Double Tap 2. Double Tap, a.k.a. Two Shots to the Head, Double Tap. The guy's name on Instagram who filmed that, D-Tap 2, Double Tap 2. If you can't tell that the D is for tap, double it's because he also put the two after it as well. D tap two. So now you know. So you got Jaw with his friends who are all cosplaying gangbangers, Crips, I think. And uh, this is like the kind of dude whose username on Call of Duty is like gangster for life forever and like uses skull and crossbones emoji. Like, okay, dude, yeah, we get it. You're like, you kill people. Oh, very funny. Ha. Huh? And in doing all of this, he makes Adam Silver look like an idiot. You got the commissioner who gave you a light suspension, took you aside and said, okay, Jaw, like I'm going to give you a slap on the wrist because we want to see you in the playoffs, but like you have to promise me you're not going to do any of this dumb shit again. And he's like, okay, I won't do any of this dumb shit again. And he does all the same dumb shit all the way again. And you know it's bad because you got real deal 6-0 Crips going on TV and being like, yes, we don't claim him. He's not a gangbanger. He doesn't do any of this. He's an idiot. When you got six old Crips being like, yeah, uh, this guy's dumb. We're, we're gangbangers and we think he's also dumb. Like, you're dumb. 
And now instead of us being like, okay, is this the year that Jaw finally wins an MVP? Is this the year that Memphis breaks over, break through? We have to say, oh, is this the year that John Morant misses an entire fucking year of basketball because he's so dumb that he can't stop playing with guns on IG Live like a 15-year-old girl on Snapchat? That's that's where we're at in the conversation with Jaw. He's probably going to lose a half a season at least. That's where we're at with Jaw. He is going to miss a half a season in the prime of his career just because he can't stop cosplaying a 6-0 crib for whatever reason. He thinks that makes him cool and tough and like closer to NBA young boy. So, so very dumb. This is going to be the biggest story not only of the offseason, but this year's regular season too, and there's only one person to blame, and he doesn't have an IG account named DTAP2. Alert! Alert! The Phoenix Suns have fired former coach of the year, Monty Williams, less than a year after inking him to a lucrative extension. Matt Ishbia has literally wrote, written Monty Williams a $20 million check for him to go bye-bye. Dame wave. See you later. So some people are shocked, but uh, I guess when you lose two closeout games by 30 um, in consecutive years, the writing's probably on the wall. So my thoughts on this are as follows. I think... Part of the reason that Monty Williams got fired is the same reason that he won Coach of the Year, which is he can take a team from 18 wins to the finals. Can he take them to win a championship? The answer, very clearly, is no. He's reached a point where his ceiling was met when the rosters were good enough to win a championship. We don't know what that ceiling is for Wes Unsell Jr. because he'll never have a roster that good. But we now know that Monty Williams is not good enough as a coach to reach a championship. We have seen Monty Williams' problems in terms of in-game adjustments. We see that he shortens his rotations in the playoffs to the point where it is detrimental to the team. And now it is coming out that he is rubbing players the wrong way. And if you believe that Aiton is a super talent and you think he can become a cornerstone of your team moving forward and Aiton is at a crossroads and an impasse with Monty Williams, one of those two guys has to go. One guy is making max money for the next five years and one guy is not. So the guy that's not making max money and your new act, new owner, Ishbia, you gots to go. Uh, second, and then you add in Matt Ishbia, who's like, I guess they said it on Twitter, and I think this is right. I think Matt Ishbia probably has main character syndrome, where he believes he is the protagonist in every part of the life that he's living. He is the center of the universe. That's like, I don't know, it's like shocking that a billionaire would be like an egomaniac, but... It is. It's possible. Um, so Joe Psy vibes I'm getting from Matt Ishbia. Wants to make splashy trades. Wants to get in uh, to the kind of like Rob Plink a little bit. Like wants to own the narrative. Wants to make a splash. Not afraid to spend money because he wants the narrative to be on him. He wants now he's running the ship. Apparently he has taken control over all basketball operations, which like that's never been bad before when an owner has like taken over and not delegated to people who are smarter or more invested in basketball than him. Like but whatever, it's his team. He owns it now. So there's a lot of chatter about where Monty is going to go next and we'll talk about that in a second. But what I think is really interesting is who Matt Ishbia is going to hire next in the main character syndrome. Uh well, Matt Ishbia from Detroit. There are a couple of names that are circulating I think would be awful. One is Tom Izzo. I, do you think Tom Izzo and DeAndre Ayton are going to get along? 
Like, if Monty Williams didn't get along with DeAndre Ayton, I promise you a college coach who has been leading in his own, like, control freak kind of way is not going to vibe with DeAndre Ayton. And then the second is uh, maybe even worse, uh, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, the guy who ran the Knicks into the ground uh, as a GM and head coach combo. This could get ugly fast. This could get real ugly real fast. In terms of Monty, I think that Monty should go to a place that is like what Phoenix was when he took over, you know, an 18-win team, like the Detroit Pistons, a team that has a bunch of young talent that needs to get a culture set. Uh, As for the Suns' next coach, like I said, they're interviewing Nick Nurse. They're interviewing Mike Budenholzer. They are rumored to also be interested in Ty Lue. I like all those names personally much more than I like Isaiah Thomas or Tom Izzo. I would personally like someone like Jordy Fernandez from the Kings or maybe a Becky Hammond from the Las Vegas Aces, but I very, very doubt that Ishbia will hire an unknown. The bottom line is this. You now have three coaches of the year in the past five years who are now unemployed, four if you count Dwayne Casey, two of whom have won NBA championships. All I can say It's a cold world out there. It's a cold, cold world. Whether it turns out to be the right decision or not, all depends on what comes next.